0: Well, Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos. So this was a struggle to put together this sermon. Our Torah portion this week begins, And the life of Sarah was 127 years, and these were the years of Sarah's life. And Sarah died in Kiryat Arba, which is also known as Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. As we gather this morning on this Shabbat of solidarity, it seems so appropriate that our Torah portion this week begins with remembering and mourning the life of one of the great matriarchs of the Jewish people. We immediately begin, and this was the life of Sarah. It's so appropriate because this morning, we're gathered to remember 11 other matriarchs and patriarchs of the Jewish people. Specifically, the 11 lives that were lost last Shabbat, when the perpetrator, a white domestic terrorist, walked into a synagogue building shared by three congregations, interrupting a joyous bris with rage and bloodshed. Keep in mind that this attack in Pittsburgh came after only three days where another domestic terrorist attempted to gun down worshipers at a black church in Kentucky. And when he couldn't get through the church's locked doors, he then diverted to a nearby store and murdered African Americans in cold blood, specifically Maurice Stallard, who was 69, and Vicky Jones, who was 67. And last night, there was another shooting in Florida where two people were killed and five were injured. What is our world coming to? Last Shabbat, 11 elderly Jewish people were murdered while worshiping the God of Israel in their beloved synagogue and observing an ancient custom that unites us as a people. I was thinking as um, during the prayer, and Cheryl, as you mentioned, like the beloved synagogue where we feel safe, they felt just as safe as we do here. This marked the deadliest attack on a Jewish community in American history. In my wife's official response on behalf of the UMJC, she wrote, in the twisted logic of an anti-Semite, there is no right way to be Jewish. When Jewish people succeed, we are labeled globalists, which is code for hooked-nosed manipulators of Hollywood, the media, and the global banking system. When we show compassion for strangers, or take up the cause of widows and orphans, we are castigated for opening the doors to invaders. And in the mind of an anti-Semite, there is no place to be Jewish either. When we return to our ancestral homeland, we are branded as colonizers, and the architects of an apartheid state. And when our enemies overtake us and send us into exile, thereto we are shunned and and shunted into ghettos. Outside of the land of Israel, only the post-war urban centers of America and a handful of European capitals have provided a safe and secure place to live openly as Jews. But even this illusion is beginning to shatter. The Anti-Defamation League observed that there were nearly 2,000 reported and verified incidents of anti-Semitism in the US last year alone in 2017, and this marked a 57 percent increase in hate crimes just from the year before. On college campuses and in coffee shops, extreme extremists from both the right and the left have distributed vile literature blaming us Jews for a variety of societal ills, calling for the dismantling of the state of Israel and for acts of violence against us. And last week, that Rhetoric became a reality. It's important to note that this act was preceded by plenty of hateful rhetoric, with perpetrators with the perpetrator's final words being, that he wrote online, I'm going in. Today we're grieving for the 11 and for our country, and although it It is always convenient for society to point the finger at immigrants or minorities. We only have ourselves to blame for our societal woes. This is why we must remember. To not only remember the 11 who died in Pittsburgh, but also to use this as a mirror of ourselves. Today we grieve. Today we mourn. Today we remember. However, I want to also remind us that we do not grieve alone. Not only are literally thousands of others, Jews and non-Jews, gathered together today in synagogues and congregations across the country on this Shabbat of solidarity, but God is in our midst. Despite centuries of suffering and exile, we Jews have experienced God has always been their right, with us, for we understand that God suffers along with Israel. In Jeremiah 31, which is actually the haftarah for the second day of Rosh Hashanah, we encounter a passage followed by the devastating destruction of the kingdom of Judah, resulting in the Babylonian exile. And then, in verse 14, we read Ko Amar Adonai Kol Nishma Nehi to Rachel. Mivaka al This is what Adonai says A voice is heard in Ramah, lamenting and bitter weeping. It is Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children because they are no longer alive. Rachel is long dead by the, this point. But the image of Rachel is used as the suffering on behalf of the Jewish people. That as a result of all of the destruction and death and the exile of Israel, Jeremiah writes that Rachel cannot be solaced because she is weeping for her children who are no more. And this passage then is later quoted in the Gospels where Matthew 2 cites this verse in reference to the slaughtering of the children. Who were under two years of age under Herod. Expanding on this concept of Rachel weeping from Jeremiah, the Midrash paints a beautiful portrait of a compassionate God mourning with Rachel. In a particular group of texts from Lamentations Rabbah, we read As soon as he saw them, the Holy One, blessed be he, immediately declared, and then he quotes from Isaiah. Adonai Lord of hosts on that day God on that day has called for crying lamenting pulling out one's hair and for putting on sackcloth if it were not written in scripture it would be impossible to say yet they would weep continuously from one gate to another as a man whose dead is laid before him the holy one blessed be he lamented and said woe to him to the king who has succeeded in his youthfulness, but was unable to succeed in his old age. In this particular text from Echa Rabbah, God declares a day to cry and lament. And what's fascinating is this text goes on to say that God was weeping along with Rachel. It says, Bocha, that she cried, ha-kadosh baruchu ima, and Rachel wept, and God was weeping along with her. In another closely related text from the Midrash, Rachel is then meant to be understood through a wordplay as representing both Rachel and God. So the Midrash does something that it does all the time when it tells you, don't read it this way, read it this way. Meaning not that that's the incorrect way, but here's another way to read it. And it says, Al tikra i Rachel, Ela Ruach El. It says, don't read it as Rachel, read it as Ruach El. Don't read it as Rachel, read it as the Spirit of God. So just as God mourned with Rachel over the death of her children, then so does God mourn with us today. I want to share with you a powerful and heart-wrenching words from an article from CNN which describes how the rabbi of the congregation in Pittsburgh heard the screams of his congregation and how he now wrestles with God in his conscience. Let's see if I can hold it together. (laughs) (laughs) Members of Rabbi Jeffrey Meyer's congregation were slaughtered in their sanctuary, their holy place, on Saturday. It was the worst anti-Semitic attack in American history Each of the three Jewish congregations that meet at Tree of Life Synagogue lost at least one member. "'My holy place has been defiled,' Myers said Sunday, echoing the prophet Ezekiel. Now Myers wonders why God would put him in Pittsburgh, where he landed his first job as a rabbi at Tree of Life or L'Simcha a little more than a year ago. He wonders if he could have done more to save his flock. He hears the screams of Bernice Simon as her husband of more than 60 years was shot before her eyes, and then he hears her silence. When he lies awake at night, the rabbi thinks of Psalm 23, which begins, "'The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. "'Will God, I want,' he said in an interfaith service Sunday in Pittsburgh, channeling the grief and anger of many Americans. "'What I want, you can't give me. "'You can't return these 11 beautiful souls.'" Later, Myers recalled how Psalm 23 concludes with gratitude for a cup that runs over. And he thought about the outpouring of support that has flowed from hundreds of texts, emails, and social media messages. To watch Myers under the media's Klieg lights this week, explaining Jewish morning rituals and answering questions from countless journalists or canceling a grieving nation is to wonder at his composure and apparent kindness his mere menschiness. as the weeks wear on as the week wears on myers is again preparing for the sabbath the one today planning to lead services friday night and a unity service on saturday one week after the shooting bringing together survivors from the three congregations that worshiped at tree of life but when myers talks about psalm 23 it's hard not to think about the middle of David's ancient song. Between the shepherding, between the shepherding Lord and the overflowing cup lays a valley dark with death, the psalmist says. And even for a rabbi who encourages his flock to find the little joys amid life's sorrows, these must be very dark days. I'm running on empty, Myers said in a brief email message. For many of us, our cups are also a little empty and this is why we mourn but it's why we must also remember as we mourn we must force ourselves to do all, to almost to always and to also remember that just like the Rachel, just like with Rachel weeping god is mourning along with us and is walking along with us. Throughout the Bible, the instruction to remember is rooted in the Hebrew word, zakhor. That is why the Jewish memorial service is called yiskor, right? Yiskor, yiskor. Because by remembering, we don't just remember the past, but we look forward to the future, to a future where all of this pain will be no more. In situations like the tragedy in Pittsburgh, we, of course, struggle to understand. We struggle to make sense of it all, and we also struggle with questions of where was God? It is a struggle to even be spiritually comforted, but that is also why we need to be reminded. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. We have been promised that even in our darkest hours and in our deepest pain, God will never leave us or forsake us. So I'm praying that God would hear our cries today. That as he mourns along with us, that we would find comfort, not only through his love and guidance, but through one another. An attack on one Jewish community is, of course, an attack on us all, regardless of denomination or affiliation. And with the recent increase in anti-Semitism, now is the time to rise up against hate and injustice, to stand against rising forces of evil. But it is also a time for unity and to send a message to the world that love is always stronger than hate. Yeshua taught that we will show the world that we are his true disciples by the love that we have for one another and the love that we have for the world. It's okay to hurt. It's also okay to be angry. But as Ephesians 4.26 reminds us, be angry but don't sin. We cannot let our hurt and anger lead us to spiral and to return that hate with even more hate. Instead, let our response be as people who heal, who share light and love, who stand with those who are persecuted, with those who are in need. Let us also stand up for those on the fringes, those who are scapegoated scapegoated and fingers pointed at. For Yeshua taught us, when you have done this for the least of these, you have done it for me. Avinu, our Father. Shema, kolenu, listen to our voice. Spare and pity us. God, we come before you at times when so much is going on both individually and in the world in which we live, that it's so easy to fall into the trap of just either assuming that you're not there or if you are, clearly you never listen. Because we know that's not true. But in our pain, we need an answer. We pray, God, that you would bring healing and unity to a nation that is spinning out of control. Where we're falling farther away from one another, from your purpose and your direction, from love, from unity, we need the light of your presence. We need your healing touch at this time, to bring reconciliation where there seems no way forward. Help us, God. I'd like to ask the worship team to come back up here and sing Shema Kolenu and lead us a couple times in that. If Corey is in here and maybe she left, all right, well, we can still do it. We, you want to put up the, it's Shema Kolenu, it's, it, yeah, we can do it all together. You know what? We have voices. <laughs> we have ourselves. We don't even have. We have Gary? I don't think we have Gary. Okay, we're going to do a okay. cappella then. All right, you ready? Listen, Listen to, to our voice,
1: spare, in pity spare and pity us. Receive us now in mercy and in favor, we offer up our prayer, trusting
0: that you care, hear the cry of your people, all right, we're going to do it again, but in a different key. (laughs) All right, who wants to start us off? Listen to
1: our voice, spare and pity us. Receive us now in mercy and in favor. We offer up our prayer, trusting that you care.
0: Hear the cry
1: of your people, Israel. Shema ko Eloheinu, e lo aleinu, V'kabel malenu veka Baruch atah tavirate nu shome atila shema ko Eloheinu eloh heinu khosrachim aleinu vekabel berachah mitav baruch atah shomer I'm <laughs>
0: the very beginning, from the very beginning. Listen
1: to our voice, spare and pity us, receive us now in mercy and in favor. We offer up our prayer, trusting that you care Hear the cry of your people Israel Shema Kolenu, Eloheinu Chus Aleinu Ve'kabel Berachamim Te'limateinu Baruch
0: Let's remain standing for the Aleidu.
1: Aleidu le, le Shabbat l'adon hako La tete gedula leotzeh brechit she lo asanuk, he gave Velo samanu, chemish pochoda Adama, sam helke nu kahel, Vegorale nu ha'monam ha monam, Va korim, Therefore God also highly exalted Messiah and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name belonging to Yeshua, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Yeshua the Messiah is Adonai to the glory of God the Father. Venea Mar, the higher Adonai, the Melech alcoharetz. Baum hahu, Baum hahu, Ye Adonai Had. Ushammo, 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 and on that day. God shall be one, and God's
0: name shall be one. You may be seated, and I'd like to invite Barbara Miner forward. Before we restart.